Hello and welcome to Start the Beat with Sykes. I am Sykes and this is my podcast. Now before we get started, just wanted to take a quick moment to thank everyone who checked out last week's episode with Hannah. If you're one of those people, I hope you enjoyed the conversation and thanks so much for coming back. But for those of you out there who are new to the show, welcome! Please feel free to make yourselves at home. And, as always, there's beer and soda in the fridge. Now, before we get into everything with today's episode, I want to talk about the Sykes album real quick. Let's see, what is there to say? Well, I finally put a new song online, so if you haven't checked that out yet, go check it out. Stop by therealsykes.com or facebook.com slash therealsykes and uh, find it. It's there. You'll see it. Check it out. Let me know what you think. Worked really hard on it. Hope you like it. We're going to be filming some music video stuff this upcoming weekend that I'm excited about. Going to be announcing the album release date and some pre-order information soon. So yeah, if you're interested, stay tuned because that'll be coming up very shortly in the next week or so. But moving on to everything else with today my friend Anna is on the show and for those of you who don't know Anna she is uh she's a lot to deal with (laughs) and I mean that in the best way um I've known her for fuck like five years now which is crazy to think about time's just flying as getting older and shit but uh what Anna does is you know she is a web developer I guess, is what she's doing now professionally. And she's also just kind of like a fucking funny person. So I thought it'd be fun to sit down with her and have a talk. And uh, that's what we did. So, yeah. I don't really have a whole lot to say about this episode. Other than it's just uh, a random talk between two friends bullshitting about bullshit. So, yeah. I I don't know where this is going. I... I called off work today. I'm just sitting in my bedroom trying to get a lot of stuff done. That has nothing to do with anything. Let's move on. Alright, sit back, relax, and let's start the motherfucking beat! <laughs> we were just getting into that anyway. So when we were Kids. children, yeah. the design field, the graphic design, arts, coding thing, I think design was still a thing. Design was a thing, but like coding and web development wasn't a thing no. that I think like... because the internet's so new. Yeah, children, when we were kids, like, that's what I'm going to do when I grow up. I don't think that was a thing. No, But now, you think it is? Definitely, yeah. Okay. Um, well, when I was in high school, I don't remember seeing a programming class i mean maybe i just didn't look for because i didn't give a shit about like doing no we had anything like Like, i had french class that was my thing (laughs) like four years of french i could like lay toilette see the plays like where's the bathroom (laughs) okay please (laughs) (laughs) i can ask you where the bathroom is that's it uh but now there is 
a push towards kids. There are websites that just teach children how to code. And then there's a strong push for women to code because it's male-dominated. And if you're a girl and you're a developer, like, you'll hear comments from men, like, maybe sexist comments, and it's shitty. Do you experience this? I've never experienced it, but I still feel like because I'm a girl, like, maybe my opinions don't get through where, like, another dude could say something and maybe they would take his word on it, but I haven't really, like had any, like, sexist comments or, like, you can't do it, you're a girl, or... Yeah. And even if you're, like, transgendered anywhere, like, or a developer, like, there's also that same issue with just the workplace. It seems so weird, especially in a web development field to me, because if you pull up a web page and look at it, you know, who's gonna be like, oh, this web page (laughs) was totally designed by a girl? Right. No, it's... I think it's because... It's a job that requires a lot of, I don't know, math skills, but, like, ladies are good at math. Uh, but you picture, like, a dude in his basement coding something. Sure, stereotypes. Like that's, that's the stereotype. And... Like, girls like Mountain Dew, too. Like, right. So. I, don't, I don't know where it comes from. <laughs> like, there's male nurses. Like, it's the, I think it's that, the same thing. Uh, society is, like, really built on these stereotypes that, you know, we have, whether we realize them. Or not. They're, yeah. like, ingrained into us. Like, any kind of hacker movie back in the day oh, yeah, is, yeah. like, a bunch of nerdy-ass dudes. Or, like, that one girl with the goofy-colored hair. Yeah, like, the girl's, like, weird as shit. But there's, yeah. like, really hot, attractive females that are programmers. And you're, like, you're too hot to code. Like, you should go <laughs> be in a Playboy magazine. What are you doing? <laughs> like, oh, jeez. Or there's even, like, things where... When ladies talk at conferences, like web conferences, they're worried about wearing, like, a dress because of the comments they might hear from guys. It's it's weird, though. Like, you can't, like, you have to make That's a really conscious choice about what you wear, you know? Like, oh, she's wearing a skirt. She's a slut developer. Like, I don't, I don't know <laughs> what goes through people's minds, but I hear about it. I haven't really experienced it do yet. You, do you think maybe it plays into the stereotype of the men who are in that field and they're lack of experience stereotypically with women yes <laughs> you know definitely. what i mean because i've been to some hackathons where it's just like senior year students at like pit and they they just don't know how to talk to people not all of them but i went to one and all the ideas that were pitched were apps on how to meet girls i was like this is strange <laughs> It's like, I want to go into a bar and know where the ladies are. Like, just go talk to them. You don't yeah. need an app to talk to a lady in a bar. It's kind of... I think that this field is pretty interesting. An interesting choice for you because of... You're, like, a pretty outspoken <laughs> right. person. And, yeah. like, you know, outgoing. Right. But to, like, get into a career field that is stereotypically not outgoing. It's, but yeah. it seems like you're... There's a lot of potential to socialize and network and build a community. The people that don't, like in the field, if you're very introverted, you're not going to thrive because things are moving towards where designers are working with developers. Like you need to work with other developers. You need to work as a team. So the people that just sit there and put their head down, like they're not going to make the progress somebody else is with that team. Um, it's also about, like, getting your ideas out there, too. Mm-hmm. So 
Yeah, part... Maybe before when there was, like, a webmaster, and that was the thing, like, everybody had a webmaster, but... Yeah, I think that... It's different now. Yeah, the internet's becoming so much more horribly integrated into everyone's daily lives, and it's moving at such a fast pace, and... Uh, evolving. Yeah, definitely. So I think that you need to be able to communicate with other people because the internet is, I think it's like the pillars of it are communication now. It's not just like someone's weird little website. It's like the right. big things on the internet are like the big social media and all of this other shit. It's like all if about. you worked for Facebook, I'm sure you're working with a ton of people just in your department. Yeah. So it's, it's important anywhere. Like, that you have social skills. Yeah. I think they should teach that somewhere in school. I don't know if they do. I think that they... I think <laughs> they well, I think school itself is supposed to teach yeah. you social skills. I don't think that... Like, school... I think the whole high school experience as a whole is an yeah, education... Yeah, but then there's and, unsocial... Like, unsocial kids. Non-social kids in high school. So it doesn't, it doesn't always work. But, okay, like, plan. on a scale of 1 to 10, how social <laughs> do you think you were in high school? I don't know. I think I'm probably around like a one or a two. I was probably like a six. Okay. I think I became less social from like middle, like middle school. Like I was the shit. I was like the funny girl <laughs> that everybody <laughs> laughed at the jokes that I uh-huh. made. And then afterwards, I don't know. I just, it just dropped off. It became more about popularity at that point, I guess. Yeah. Then who was funny or like, I guess it was more spread out because when you're in middle school, you're in the same class with the same people for like four years or so yeah 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 and, and then high school you get switched around with everybody clicks don't really start to develop until that like yeah. ninth tenth grade thing right i think that i was actually probably more social than i like to admit that i was a one really no i don't think it, i don't <laughs> yeah. think it was that bad I what's, definitely had friends. What's but... a 10? Like, you're the shit of high school? Like, you're prom king? Sure, sure. one is like... Yeah, I definitely didn't do any, like, after-school activities or things like that. But I think that... I had, like, my small group of shitty friends and things like that. Yeah. But I turned out okay, no, I guess. No, you're fine. I can, like, talk you're, to people and shit. You're social now. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. It took long enough. So, what do you ultimately want to do with your career? I don't know. It's tough. You're, you're just figuring... Like, so it seems like you're kind of just I like, want to become known for something. Okay. Like, I want to, like... I'm slowly kind of putting myself out there. Not, like, I don't want to be famous, but I want to be... You're like, going to be that be, slutty like, coder. Right, yeah. I don't want to, like, show up in at these events and dresses and, like, people try to rape me type thing. Like, <laughs> okay. I just want to help people. Like, I found out I like teaching. Okay. And, like, because I, I taught Genevieve how... To do some WordPress stuff, and that was awesome. And um, that event I had, like I was showing people how to do things too. Like I just, I like when I show people how to do stuff, and it could be like the simplest thing, but they're so excited about it, and it just like makes me remember that I was there. Like oh sure, like this the tiniest thing, you know, it gets them pumped, and I just like seeing that. Yeah, so. yeah, it's you're changing their life in some small stupid right. little way, and when you're Back when you were trying to figure this stuff out, you know, those people are always the coolest. If there's somebody yeah. that's willing to just take, like, five, ten minutes to help show you, like, one stupid thing that... Be like, oh, wow, this makes everything ten times easier. Yeah, or just pointing in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Like, when I learned, I had this book for dummies, like, I don't know, WordPress development for dummies, but it was just me in that book. Like, I didn't have someone showing me the yeah. way... 
Totally. I just kind of took the initiative. Like, I'm sure you have on a lot of stuff you do. Yeah. Like, you're just like, I'm going to do this, and I'm going to figure out how to do it. Yeah, so. I figure, you know, you can either... My whole philosophy since whenever, before I started doing anything, yeah. has always been the amount of time it's going to take me to find somebody to do this, I could just learn how to do it myself. Right. No, so I'd rather sense. put myself through that torture and stress of figuring it out. But you're, then at the end of the day, I'm okay. Right. You're like... But when you're in it, it's like, oh my god. You feel well, helpless if you don't... Yeah. There could be like that one problem where you're like, shit, you know. Yeah. How do I get out of this? It's best just to like... I like knowing how to do things. And it also, too, I think it's cool because sometimes people <clears throat> ask me advice on things or how to do something, and then I get to do what you were saying, where it's just like, I can show them a couple things, and they're like, holy shit, you know? Yeah. Thanks! And it's like, not a big deal, dude. You can, like, show them the shortcut to the weeks it might have taken you to figure out that one little thing. Oh, totally. That's one thing. I'm really vocal talking with younger musicians now who are, like, 19, 20 years old, and, like... What do they ask you? Well, it's always, nobody really asks me anything, but if I think somebody's making a poor decision or somebody's doing something that's a waste of time, I'm pretty quick to be like, hey, don't do that. It's not worth it. Right. Yeah. Probably the biggest thing that I tell people is to not waste their time working with like assholes that are like their friends. Like... If you're going to be in a band with somebody and they're not going to take it seriously, but you're like, if you really want to do it and like, you just don't want to like kick your friend out of the band because it's your homie or whatever, it's like your homie's going to fuck you. You're going to be like (laughs) six years down the road. You're going to be like, God damn it. Why didn't I just move on? It's a new homie. I wish that like I would have spent a lot less time working with less serious people or being able to detect the bullshit earlier. Yeah, I think that happens to a lot of people. They're in a band with people that might not be as serious as they are. And that yeah, I think that could come across any sort of working environment. It's not even bands. When you're, yeah, yeah. Not even bands. It's like working with anybody in a team or a group effort. If you really want to achieve something and you have one or two people that are just kind of along for the ride and not contributing anything... Yeah. It's, get them the fuck out of there. stab them. Just get them out. They don't get paid. It's a waste of time. It's... There's people that do that. There's definitely people that do that, that just coast on fucking by, and I don't... Ugh. You can't, you can't, like, worry about those people. Yeah. It just, it stresses me out. Uh, the record label that I work for, my boss sometimes is telling me stories about bands that they've signed in the past that... You know, they seemed like cool people, and then, like, you know, they pay them to get their album recorded, pay to release their album, they end up being, like, shitty people who don't have their stuff together, but, like, somebody went out of their way to, like, you know, give them this money and give them these opportunities, and they shat on it. Whereas it's, like, me, it's, like, I'm a reasonably sound person that's, like, pretty good at what he does and has a good head on his shoulders and has all these good ideas. It's, like, why does nobody want to help me do anything? I don't know. It kills me, but I think it's just, like, maybe um, I have my shit together too much. Maybe I need to be a little bit crazy. You have to and act to have like some, you like, need help. Yeah, like, maybe. You gotta quit doing it all yourself. I don't know. Yeah, maybe, maybe people are just like, oh, Brian doesn't need any help. And I'm over here just, like, buried in metaphorical shit. Just trying to take my way out. I don't know how that stuff works. 
like why one person is more successful than the other gets that one that one chance I think that it's really just the thing that I'm coming to realize more recently I think I went through a phase where I felt really guilty about promoting myself to people and putting myself out there like to a point that I just wasn't telling anybody anything which is stupid I mean you don't want to be that person that's hey check out what I can do check me out check out this check out my song check out my show check out this you don't want to be yeah. it's annoying right but I was so worried about being that person that I just wasn't telling anybody anything yeah and it's like well that's not gonna fucking help either so now I'm trying to figure out the right balance of being able to let people know that hey I'm doing stuff it exists you should check it out but you have, like, you have not one... being like a total dick about it I, I see you would have an observational post about people on Facebook, like, sucking at it, and then, like, hey, check out my podcast. <laughs> so as long as you keep that, that ratio to, yeah. like, it, real Brian tweets, you know. It's funny, you know, you, I, you know, I could say some smart-ass social comment, and it's like, you know, a hundred likes, and then it's like, hey, check out this creative thing I did, and it's like, two likes. But then I sometimes... There's, there's more engagement. That's what it is. like. Yeah, and I think that also there's, like, whether or not some posts are suppressed that have links attached to them and You need like the that. top ten reasons why, or, like, top five, whatever, like, yeah. all those BuzzFeed Yeah, posts. I hate that shit. But they work. Yeah. Everybody I know is sharing those things, and I want to stab them. It's crazy. It's people don't realize, like, what they're doing. Like top 10 things to do when you're single 20 things you should do before you're 30 i'm just like these are all great things but they're not gonna happen right now yeah it's like quit your job travel the world (laughs) are you kidding me i'm in debt thanks for the advice buzzfeed it's like i can tell when certain people are like going through relationship troubles by the things they repost on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, how to know you and your man are perfect for each other. And I'm just like, okay, there's something wrong with that yeah. couple. Like, they're, they're sharing it with the world too much. My favorite Facebook observation, or social media observation in general, but mainly Facebook, is you can tell how emotionally unstable somebody is by <laughs> yeah. how, how often they change their name on Facebook. Oh, I've never noticed that. Think about it. Think about people you know on Facebook that change their name all the time. I don't know anyone. I know some I've... people, and they are, like, the most <laughs> fucked up people. Did, like, they just get married and divorce? Like, no, it's know. people who just, like, oh, it's, like, now it's my first name and my last name. Then I'm going to change it to my first name and my middle name. Then it's going to be something obscure. I noticed that on Instagram, because I think it's easier to have, like, a new kind of username than, than your name. But Yeah, it's a thing. You don't do it. Right? I don't you're, do you're it. Fine. No. You know? <laughs> I, I'm just saying. You know, I've I've wanted to. I've thought. It's been a while, but I've thought about changing my Facebook name to Brian Sykes. Yeah, I so, always well, call you Sykes. There's so. everybody fucking calls me Sykes, right. even though I always introduce myself as Brian. It's fine. I understand. There's a billion Brians in the world, and two Sykes. Two Sykes. Brian and Ollie. Yeah. Okay. I forgot about him. <laughs> He's not relevant anymore. Um, but. Because I think that I'm just tired of, like, awkward family members and people from high school finding me on Facebook. Yeah. And also, you know, there's a, a huge chunk of people who are like, who the fuck is Brian Hell? Oh, Sykes. Yeah. But true. at the same time, I don't know. I don't, I don't really you should just spell it differently. 
Every week. Uh, everybody <laughs> fucking spells. Uh, everybody spells Sykes. Like except S-I-K-E-S. for the way that it's supposed to S Y K E Z. Yes. I'm corky and white. That's how we spell it. With a Z? Yes. S Y K E Z. That's how I'm spelling it from now on. You should. No. Maybe that'll be your thing that you do that'll make you get that attention you need, you know, to blow up. If you just change it to a Z, mm. that could be it for you. Nah. <laughs> nah. <laughs> I, I don't I don't know what the the attention thing is. It's just a I think it's just like luck and also I think a lot of it has to do with the money that you're willing to put into publishing. Yeah. And uh, I was publicists say, and blah 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 blah. As far as designers or developers, it's like if you have your own business, then you're like famous for some reason. If you post stuff on social media all the time, it's like the more work you share, the better it is. Whereas it seems weird because you don't you're worried about sharing too much, but maybe it's just your audience. Like, yeah, I think that... Growing your audience. Well, I think that that idea of sharing too much is actually be, is becoming an outdated idea. And I just kind of... This just this light bulb just went off in my head now. So you're going to have to excuse me. Because <laughs> okay. I'm going to need to like... I'm going to have to work through this with Process you. Process this. But right. I never thought about it until now is because... When this idea of sharing too much things online, being annoying, this probably developed in my head like four or five years ago yeah but the amount that the public as a whole is using the internet and engaging with it is so much more heightened now than it was then back then you know some people had twitter facebook was like not everybody had the internet on their phones 24 7 and i mean it was there but it wasn't as integrated as it was now but now everybody has like a constant twitter update constant instagram fucking Snapchat, Facebook, all this <laughs> shit. They're on their phone all the time. So I think that it, the idea of sharing too much is kind of going away because people are on their phone so much now. People Everybody's sharing too much. People over-consume. Yeah. And they don't... Like, you're creating original content, and that's great because, like, people love that. But I feel like too many people are just consuming... So you kind of weren't like, feed them more. Like, yeah. what else can he give me? You I know? think it, 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 it's also, you know, I see people that are posting stuff all the time. And if they're posting more than you, you think that you're on the phone all the time. Like, I feel like I'm on my phone all the fucking time. And I feel like I'm posting a lot. So if I see somebody that's posting more than me, I'm like, Jesus Christ, that person must be <laughs> 10 times busier than me. Yeah. Which is kind of crazy to think because I'm kind of a busy person. I just don't, like, share every single thought or everything that I do on Twitter, which some people do, and I don't know how the fuck they even have the mental energy. I don't, I don't even think about it, you know? No, it's true. There are some people that are just, like, constantly on it, constantly pushing, which is good, because I think that's, if you want to They develop... have, like, one part-time job, yeah. and that's it. <laughs> I saw something, like, time. I read a statistic once that, like, a tweet has a lifespan of, like, four minutes, or something like that. Yeah, if you follow 700 people, that tweet's going to be gone in, like, yeah. a second. I mean, there's a few people who I, like, will, like, favorite or retweet something that I posted, like, earlier in the day or something like that. But it never happens, like, after a day. Yeah. Whereas on, like, Facebook, there's still, like, that weird lingering where, like, somebody might like a post that's a couple days old or something right. like that. Because they're, like, something creeping like your feed or, uh, 
somebody likes it and then they see it on their stupid little scrolly thing that's on the right like so and so like so and so's post and then they click it because they have nothing else fucking better to do and then they like it yeah it happens yeah <laughs> i was gonna come back around to the whole like what is my goal i guess yeah. like i was saying like to be known for stuff so definitely getting my name out there meaning like networking um kind of talking to people of other organizations here because there's there's meetup groups there's other nonprofits, yeah, you know, it, it that need like... help. Like everything's pretty tight knit, and if it's not, you can like help bring them together. And at least I've seen for um, for web developers, like there's a conference for everything. There's conferences for this part of development, this that part, this part, and they're all like three hundred dollars for a ticket. Jeez. And they're everywhere. Like, any city you go to, you could probably go to one of these, meet people, listen to people talk all day. And, like, I gave one talk um, somewhere local, like, last year. And it was maybe an hour long. I talked about, like, Harry Potter and web development. I don't know. I mixed them together. Okay. Um, there were maybe 25 people there. It was small, but it was cool. It was, like, public speaking, being nervous. Yeah. Trying to come up with a good idea. But I think that's, like... There are people that are in the field that go to Germany to speak. Like, there's a guy from Pittsburgh who just tours, like, all over different countries. And just talk. To talk about web development. I'm like, I need to get into that. Like, if that's my way in, I will, like, slowly give talks locally and see where it goes. But I think that, like, you're charismatic enough to do that. Hopefully. We'll see. I'm, try I'm trying to think of a new <laughs> idea. I don't know. I mean, I tried to do stand-up for a bit. and Oh, yeah. The yeah. fuck happened with that? Just I don't know. Too like, busy? I have a goal to do it again, like an open mic, but I see, like, I don't know, like, Dave Vaughn doing it, and he's, like, blowing up now, so I was like, I don't even want to try. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's commitment, too. You have to think of jokes and try them out. And, like, I only did it once and thought of doing it, like, ten other times after that, but never had the balls to do it again. It's... It's terrifying. I think I was there. Were you there? Yeah. Yeah, I was, like, talking about some game called Guess Who's Dick. <laughs> With, like, all the dick pics I got yeah, sent. Yeah, that was good. It was an original joke. Like, I didn't steal it off anybody, you know, but I don't know. Maybe one day I'll it's do it hard. again. It's hard. I don't think that I really, I enjoy stand-up comedy a lot. People don't think girls are funny. I don't... I think girls are hysterical. I like, think anybody's funny. I watched this entire Netflix thing. It was called, like, Girls Aren't Funny. It was, like, about this female comedian who, like, went around and asked dudes if they thought female comedians were funny, and they were just like, no. Well, I think that's... I think any guy that would say no to that probably has, like, some personal issues. Yeah. It's so bizarre for me to think that there are still people like that in the world, but there are just, like, some really unbalanced motherfuckers out there it depends on the the female comic because if you're just talking about like women's problems and a dude's not gonna care sure like you need to make your content or your jokes at least relatable to guys like you can't just be about like i'm on my period like that's what guys think female jokes are about like i kissed a girl at a bar like I mean, you, you see, like, the fat dudes talk about being fat. Like, every, like yeah. I've seen it at open mics, and they always kill it. I don't know why. <laughs> there was this, like, huge dude just throwing one-liners, and, like, everyone was dying, and then I followed him, and I was just like, wow, how am I? I need to gain some weight. 
Yeah. <laughs> like, how do I keep up? <laughs> do I tell jokes about eating I Burger think... King? <laughs> like, what do I do? I think that, I mean, there's always a place for, like, that stuff's never not going to be funny right. to, like, a shitty group of people. You know, that's why, like, Adam Sandler still has a career. Right. The majority of people are, like, really stupid and think stupid shit is funny and, like, stupid music and stupid things. Well, a lot of people, right now. I don't know. No, it's just that <laughs> I think that it's growing up in a city. Like, I grew up here in Pittsburgh, and I think that you grew up maybe not in the city, but... Baldwin. Close enough. I mean, you're, like, right half there. hour away. We're here. Yeah. Growing up within, like, an hour of a major city is like really cool. But if you think about all the major cities in the country compared to all the other places where people live, there's, it's very lopsided. Yeah. There's a lot more people that don't grow up in big cities with a ton of culture. So they're very like sheltered and have a much different view of. That's why there's Larry the Cable Guy. Yeah, sure. And I forget that sometimes when you think about the world as a whole. Cause I think, of, I think of the world like, Oh, everybody grew up. In, in Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, you know, like, yeah, and it's totally not like that. Because humor could be different in another country. Yeah, even in another, like another state, another right. part. It's like what the community itself is built upon. So you come into my next stand-up special? Definitely. <laughs> I'll bring the mic. We'll record it. Yeah, there's a video yeah. of me doing it, and it's a terrible cell phone recording, and everything's muffled, and all you hear are like my 10 friends laughing and you can't hear anything I'm saying. Well, like cell phone technology's really improved. True. Since you did that. But this is like, it's like four years ago. I yeah. don't know. I mean, you shouldn't do it on a cell phone. <laughs> I mean, we can bring a GoPro. What do you want to do? Bring a GoPro and put it on the end of the mic. It'll just be like, Oh my God. Right I was, I wish somebody would have taught me how to be on a stage. <laughs> <It's> like... <laughs> Yeah. I was like double fisting the mic, like holding it, just like, and I just, I couldn't let go. Oh, yeah. Stage presence is, it's like, if I let go, what am I going to do with this other hand? Well, no, <laughs> I mean, like, I, I wish I would have had just one hand on it. Like, I just felt like I was getting ready for something else. Like, yeah, like really bracing yeah. yourself. And I should have, like, walked around, but I was just holding it. I just felt weird. I don't know. No, I mean, There's, I think that happens to anybody. I see anybody. people, like, hold them and then they walk around or, like, maybe they, like, pull the mic back or you do, like, the Justin Timberlake where you look to the side and come back real quick. <laughs> no, I think that stage presence is something that only comes with experience. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can get a microphone and stand in front of a mirror all you want. You could do it every day for three months and, like, really get your routine down. But whenever you get onto a stage, it's completely different. You know, got the weird, there might be some weird lights in your face. You can't really see what's going on. You have all this pressure of trying to remember your routine or your songs. It helps when everybody is drunk and it's at a bar. Sure. Like, if you you play at a concert, uh, a concert that's like, or a venue that's at a a bar, do you worry about that? Like, is everyone drunk and watching me or it doesn't really matter anymore? I don't really, it's, I'm way past, like, the worrying about what I look like on stage. Now the only time I get like really nervous before a show is if um, there's maybe one or two select people in the room who I feel the need to make an impression on. Yeah. And it could be like maybe somebody in like a bigger band that I'm playing a show with or something as dumb as a couple friends who have been trying to get to come out to a show forever. 
And, like, you know, you used to talk yourself up to a point. Like, come out, you know? Like, you got to see the new stuff. It's great. And then they actually show up, and you're like, oh, fuck. Well, I better actually... <laughs> better not fuck this up, Brian. Because they actually showed up. Yeah. But, I mean, realistically, you should be thinking that every show. Just, like, yeah. be on your A-game all the time. But Like, there's one person here that I know. Fuck it. <laughs> that's one thing that... For a while, I was really good at, like, oh, there's two people in the room. I don't give a shit. I'll roll around on the floor. Fuck them. I've seen you roll around the floor. Yeah, I think everybody has. But I have a really hard time letting loose that much now. I don't know why. I think because it was, like, awesome for the time, but now I think that, like, maybe I'm, like too old maybe to i could try that shit. if i told jokes i just stopped just and started really, rolling around the floor tell really calm jokes but just as you're rolling <laughs> while still holding the mic that's your whole hands. yeah that's your whole shtick <sighs> it's like rolling under tables and just like acting like it's not a big deal well it was at the smiling moose when yeah. i did it and it was that open space so uh-huh. i could have just rolled down to the bar uh-huh oh man I gotta try that. Yeah, I mean, I can cut this out of the conversation cool. <laughs> if you want, so nobody knows. Yeah, you know, I don't want to like spoil yeah, anything. I don't. I gotta practice my falling. Do you like work on jokes or anything in your free time, or you just think of shit that's funny and like store it, or do you like write anything down or just like um, whatever? So when I did it that one time, it was it was things that I thought were funny that I would have posted as like a tweet. Okay. Because you have those friends that just have those one-line tweets, and they're they're always trying to be funny, whether it's hit or miss or not. Like, you know, there's yeah. probably some people you know. But then some were just too good. I was like, I can't just waste this on Twitter. Like, it's got to be told. Or it could, it could be like, I was at a party and just talking to random people, and I thought of something funny, like, in the moment. And then I was like, okay, that was hilarious. They thought it was hilarious. I should remember this, but I never wrote them down. Yeah. So. It was it was more of like I thought of something random at the time. Yeah. There's been situations with me very similar where something funny happens mm-hmm. and I think about it to a point of like that would be like a funny stand up bit yeah. maybe or so, if I could organize it. I think it. everybody does that. Like too. I think that for me and it's a lot of it has to do with bathrooms. I find like really awkward <laughs> things happen in bathrooms. The biggest thing for me, I don't know if this happens with ladies ladies' rooms as much yeah. as guys' rooms. But have you ever been in a public restroom that's, like, one stall and the door's locked and somebody goes to, like, get in and it's, like, the door's obviously locked, but it's, like, they, they aren't giving up. They're yeah. just, like, they keep shaking it. Like, why the <laughs> do you realize the door's locked? And it's, yeah. like, they're just, like, really, like, like maybe I'm not jiggling the handle right. It's locked. It's obviously locked. No, that's a good Kills one. Kills me. I worked at this co-working spot in East Liberty and it was when I first, like, the first month there, and we used Basecamp to get notices about, like, what was going on, or people could talk to each other. And this one lady was like, can you guys knock on the door if it's closed before you try to come in? Because she got walked in on twice. Like, the door is closed, somebody just opens it. Sure. Like, normally when the door is closed to a bathroom, somebody's probably in there, like... Yeah. 80% of the time, half of the time is like, maybe they just closed the door and they were gone. I don't know. I just, I would hate to be walked in on. Like, plus it was that angle where it was like, you oh, yeah. couldn't hide. Like as soon as they <laughs> opened the door. Yeah. There's a, um, another actual really funny bathroom story that it involves the smiling moose too. Oh shit. The men's bathroom in the smiling moose. This might not be the best podcast story <laughs> because I need to like visualize it. 
Yeah. Um, but if anybody's listening to this and they're a male and they've been in the Smiling Moose downstairs bathroom, yeah. maybe they can vouch for this shit. Um, so you walk in, as soon as you walk into the door, there's a urinal to your left. Like the urinal and the door is facing this way. Okay. So you walk in, door's right to your left. Then there's a sink right in front of you, and there's two urinals on the opposite side of the wall where the stall is. Okay. And I mean, it's like a very narrow L shape. It's a very small space. I'll go All check right? it out. The problem is if it's busy and you go in and you use the, there's two urinals. You use the urinal furthest to the left. If somebody else comes in and uses the urinal next to you, you literally can't get out <laughs> until that person is done peeing. So That's if you're awesome. halfway done peeing, it's just like you're just kind of like standing there unless you like want to like squeeze in between them and like rub up against them to get out because mm. it's such a small space and it's the most awkward bathroom I've ever been How in. How long have you waited? I mean, just like, you know, 20 <laughs> seconds maybe. Okay. Just, but I mean, like there's there that potential that or like that guy comes in there, you know, has been drinking all night and just really has that fucking piss. Or like, like imagine like <laughs> being stuck next to some asshole that has like his dick in his hand and is done pissing but is like looking through his phone and is half oh, drunk does that happen? and doesn't like notice that like you know you're just trying to fucking get out yeah. i imagine it could happen because there's I been mean... times when i'm like in the urinal <laughs> and like i'm just like looking through my phone and i realize well like, i was done peeing a minute ago i should probably i mean i guess i check this. my phone when i'm peeing so i'm sitting down at least you're like you know? sitting down in like a yeah. more enclosed area i'm not like worried about somebody not moving yeah i was at a target one time and just going to the bathroom and there was this little girl that was creeping through the crack in the door (laughs) staring at me like hi hey hi hey hey like she just kept saying hey i'm just like can you stop (laughs) where's your uh, mom also i'm just thinking of all the crazy bathroom experiences i had I was at a Walmart in some, like, really shitty part of town. Somewhere, like, not in this state. But the stall was so tight that when you open the door, like, you could only fit. Like, if you're an average-sized person, you can only fit in that stall. Like, there was no room. Like, your knees were touching the door. (laughs) So I, I get in, and I pull the door, and I have a picture of this. There's a bloody ass pad stuck to the door so like i closed it and it's like right in my face and i could just smell the period blood oh no and like below it says walmart rocks and like sharpie with a exclamation point i mean i still stayed and went into the style just staring at it like this is the best picture i need to upload this to google plus so it's just like somewhere on some dumb shitty social media network I'll show you the picture later. You can yeah. make it like the cover photo <laughs> the cover photo for this episode yeah i Oh, no. Now I'm just, like, <laughs> I want to, like, go off into this huge tangent. About toilets? About, like, <laughs> shitty bathroom stalls. That should be an episode. Like, find somebody that just wants to talk about going to the bathroom. I'm always really curious, though, because you feel like there's, like, a fetish for everything. Yeah. And, like, you know, there's people that are into, like, some weird shit, literally. Right, yeah. So I wonder if, like, that if there's anybody that, like, exclusively goes around to public bathrooms just, like, looking for, like, shitty bath- Crazy Shitty shit. stalls yeah. and then just, like, gets off on it. The East Liberty Target is pretty shitty. <laughs> like, it looks like, I don't know, like, there's a, a pen on the ground, like, a pin, like, a quarter. Just, like, weird objects are all over the ground the one time I went in there. Yeah. I, had, I, got, I got a pretty good picture in the uh, in the Target 
East Liberty Target bathroom yeah. before. Actually, yeah, I'll have to show it to you. I won't well, explain okay. it now. But it, it would be better if I just show it to you. Some people don't like pooping in public restrooms, but I love it. Like, it's... Because <laughs> somebody else has to, like, smell your shit, and I think that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Some stranger has to smell your shit. The raft, and and like the best part is when you go to the bathroom, like say you take a shit, and then you walk out, wash your hands, and like somebody else is behind you, and they go in that stall, and you're like, (laughs) you even bother trying to find a new one that like wasn't as stinky. It's just like thank you for going in my stall. It just I feel good. I'm like they have to deal with my shit. I don't know if they know it's me though, or like they think it was like somebody else before me, or if they could tell. Yeah. How do you feel about uh, people in restrooms? And there's, like, somebody else in the other stall, and you feel like they're making, like, excessive noises trying to go to the bathroom? <laughs> or is that, like, a dude thing? Are there girls that, like, moan uh, and groan while taking shits? If they're older. Like, okay. I've heard a lady, like, oh, shit. Like, she just, like, freaked the fuck out. I was like, what is going on in there? Yeah, there was this lady just, like, chanting something to herself. <laughs> like, praying? Yeah, I don't know what it was. She's like, she like couldn't. Bl- she's like, I can't believe this shit. Like, I don't know what she saw in the stall she was in. Uh, I remember one time I was with my friend and we had this Tourette's guy app. You know, Tourette's guy, yeah, yeah, like yeah, that, yeah. like YouTube, yeah, sure, guy that just like swears. So we would just like play him saying like, "Oh shit," or like Bob Saget, like just out loud in the stall for fun, just to see if anybody would do anything. I guess the weirdest thing I've seen recently is, like, what uh, Josh was doing, like, that Watch the Throne thing. Like, yeah. Like, I want to start doing it, but I feel like it's too late. I don't, I can't, you know, get on the train. Yeah. Well, I mean, you, I mean, I don't, I don't know if uh, a lady doing that would be socially acceptable. Why? Going back to <laughs> that conversation we had before. I mean, who's there to judge me? There aren't other dudes. You, should, you could find out. Well, if you post it. It's, you're sharing it with the world. Yeah. I mean, people I work with follow me, so I have to be, be tame, you know, like. So you don't talk about, like, shitty bathrooms at work or anything like that? Oh, I mean, I talk about terrible things at work (laughs) with, with the other guys. Okay. But it's not like I want to. Because, like, back in the day, I had a different Twitter account. I said the most ridiculous stuff ever. But then when I was, like, looking for an actual job, you know, you have to, like, clean your social media up or like that's hide so weird it that that's a thing now you can get fired for saying racist stuff like you sure you have well, to be i mean don't be a racist yeah, dick that, but yeah but it's like you have to really watch what you post or i feel like it's hard to even have like a personality sometimes just because like you say one dumb joke and then like there goes your career like there goes your job or yeah i guess it depends on what you're trying to do true do you think that that's really a threat for somebody in your position Maybe. Maybe. I guess it depends depends on what you do. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it, it depends. I mean, there was a guy that he was the, like, the founder of Mozilla. Okay. Firefox that invented JavaScript. And I think he, I don't know the whole story, but like something about him voting for the bill, like against gay marriage. And he had to step down. I think that's what happened. But just something like that, like he just didn't believe in gay marriage. And everybody else was like, okay, well, you're shitty. Not that he, like, said anything rude to those people, but yeah, it's just his views caused him to step down. So just something as small as that. Huh. Know. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. You can't be the head of a company. Yeah. Like, Do you think people are too sensitive? Yes. 
Yeah. Especially coming from a person that, like, pisses everybody off <laughs> with the shit that I say. Like, I'm sure Josh would think. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I made a dumb joke. Don't get mad about it. Yeah. I guess it depends. Like, I could be joking and somebody just takes it seriously, even though if it was, like, kind of a, a meaner joke, you know? It's like you can't be mean and joke around because you're still just a dick anyway. Yeah. What do you think? I don't know. I... <laughs> I think that people are too sensitive, but it's hard for me to. I don't have really, any like, sensitivity. To yeah, anything. I don't either. I don't either, and I think, but it's. I think I have like a small amount of compassion for people who are. A, I don't know, like somebody. It depends on it. I, I don't know how to word it, but this. I I just don't give a shit right. about most things because I don't think life is as serious as some people make it out to be like people get really upset over things that are very very like stupid they're minimal things they're not do you mean just like people using the wrong words and somebody yeah offended over yeah, that yeah, yeah yeah like that kind of stuff i don't know but it's i mean it's like well i don't really have any room to talk you know i'm a i'm a straight white male yeah it's like you know <laughs> i'm in like an ultimate position of social power right according to some people yeah so it's like it's easy for me not to care because I don't have to deal with anything, like, negative, you know? Right. But, I mean, granted, you know, I grew up in Wilkinsburg and I was a minority growing up and I got picked on for it. But I can't tell that to people because they'd just be like, you're an asshole for saying that. But it is what I went through. But I got Why over it. Why would you be an asshole? Because, like, you know, you, it's like <laughs> the type of shit that's like, oh, like, you know, you don't know what it's like to be, like, a minority or be outcast or get picked on for the color of your skin. It's actually, actually, yeah. I kind of do. Yeah. Because of my position that I was in. And it sucked when I was a kid. You know? But I mean, like, it wasn't horrible. Just, like, getting shit thrown at me and name calling and stuff like that. But it sucked when I was a kid. But it didn't, like, scar me for life. Yeah, I think if... Like, I grew up and then, like, we moved. And then I, you know, was in, like, a better neighborhood. And just, like... I think I might have had a hard time socializing and talking to people. I had a hard time trusting people in school for a while. But then, you know, I grew out of it. But still, like, I have those experiences. And I mean, that I definitely makes to... your personality. Like, if you weren't in that area and you were like, no one picked on you. Yeah. You know, how would you be right now? Who knows? Would you Would you feel differently about things or? I don't know, you know? Maybe feel I Feel more privileged? Maybe I wouldn't uh... have gravitated towards such an alternative subculture and listened to scary music and, you know, maybe it'd be more normal. Do you consider yourself alternative? Uh, not anymore. <laughs> I don't think that, like, everybody is, like, everything anymore. I get really, like, bent out of shape over people that, like, use the word hipster. Because, like, hipster can be applied to just about anything now. Oh, yeah. It's, like, the word has no real definitive meaning other than, like, I don't know, what, what do you, can you put a, de a definition on the word hipster? <laughs> no. I mean, I guess my typical or stereotypical thing would be, like, a guy with a curly mustache. <laughs> like, sure. That rides a fixie, a fixie bike or something like that. Like, yeah. I don't... I mean, you have you seen that site with all those different people that somebody sketched out and it's like, this person's a goth or, like, this is, like, a scene kid. Yeah. It's like this website. Um, but I don't... Yeah, it's hard to define. Because you could talk to somebody and not even think that you're, like, a hipster, but... Because they don't do, like, the one thing you might do, they think you're a hipster. I don't know. I think that there's, like, people who are 
cultured and people who are uncultured. Yeah. And, like, anybody who has, like, a somewhat of a sense of culture can seem like a hipster <laughs> to anybody who is uncultured. And I feel like that's it. Like, the only people who really even throw around that word are, like, some of the most uncultured motherfuckers that yeah. I ever Yeah, like, across. I live in Lawrenceville now, so I guess I'm a hipster, right? <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> like, that's, like, the new hipster place to be in. If you ride a bike, you could be a hipster. Sure. Yeah. You know? What's that? Comedian, it's like, you could be a redneck. Or... <laughs> <laughs> like... That could be, like, your, your stand-up bit. You could be a hipster. I don't know. What do you, do you think anything makes you hipster to other people? Uh, I think that... Do you, it, get, do you get called a hipster? I've been called a hipster, sure. By, like, people your age? Or people, like, older than you? I'd say peer group. I don't think people yeah. really older than me throw it around. The last time I really heard somebody throw out the word hipster was actually in Lawrenceville. And was it at Belvedere's? <laughs> no, we were coming, we were just walking to my friend's car and there were some girls coming out of Cantina. And the direct quote that I heard from these girls, and they were just kind of like, girls. Like cat calling you? No. No, but <laughs> we overheard their conversation. This one girl was like, I took so many selfies today. I'm such a hipster. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. I mean, dads take selfies. They're called dilfies. <laughs> <laughs> no. I never heard that. No? Um, Milfies? Moms taking selfies? I get it, yeah. It's just a lame, it's a lame joke. Sorry. <laughs> Take it back. Take it out. <laughs> I don't, I, the, uh. Oh, I thought she was calling you a hipster. You just overheard. No, no, saying. yeah, I just overheard her. I haven't had anybody really call me a hipster in a while. Um, with the exception of, like, records. I think that's probably the, the biggest thing I get called a hipster for is because yeah. I have records. But, I mean, I've been buying records since I was, like, yeah. in high school. Which is a lot, a while ago. Were you a hipster in high school? <laughs> no, no I was you goth. were like, yeah. I was hella goth. But I was still like buying Michael Jackson records and shit. It was just like this weird phase where I was into a bunch of different shit, but for some reason my fashion senses were like this goth alternative subculture. I and then about I about re- that. Yeah. In one of the other podcasts. <laughs> yeah, I've talked about it a couple yeah. times before and then like met some older dude that was, like, still dressing, like, a goth. And you were like, and fuck it, that. Yeah, I was like, this yeah. is weird, I can't be that guy. Yeah. So I see that now, but it's not, like, it's like when you see, like, older people, like, say you saw a dude with, like, a huge gut. Like, for me, I'm like, I don't want to be that guy. <laughs> or, like, uh, for, I mean, for like now, that lady, you know? It's like, shit, I need to take care of myself. Oh, like, uh, sure. You know? Or it's like, I see, like, dudes getting into their 30s that, like, are still, like, wearing, like, super skinny jeans and, like, band tees and have their ears gauged and, like, that's fine. Like, if, like, you like that shit, fucking own it. Do it. Right. But there's still, like, this part of me, too, that's, like, the unsensitive, I don't give a shit part that's just, like, you did not try to evolve as an adult (laughs) whatsoever, did you? Again, this is, like, a shitty thing to say, and I feel bad for anybody listening to this. Like, any of my friends that are, like, covered in tattoos and shit like that. (laughs) But it's just, like, you know, you got fucking neck tattoos when you were, like, 19 years old. And now it's, like, but that doesn't mean that you need to live the rest of your life as, like, this alternative shitty teenager. It's, like, you could be covered in tattoos and still, like, make mature life decisions and become an adult and evolve. And some people just fucking don't. 
It's like they're still, like, gunning for that management position at Hot Topic or, like, sweeping the floor at a tattoo shop and, like, not trying to, like... Sure, if you get covered in tattoos, your options for a professional career are limited, but you don't need to... Uh, I don't settle. think that's based on their tattoos. I think that's, like, ambition. Well, I think, well, the thing, yeah, well, ambition is a big part of it. Yeah. Sure. But if you get, you know, if you get completely covered in tattoos and then convince yourself that you're not, you can't do anything else because of it, you know, it's like, occasionally you'll see, this was a thing, I remember when I was in my early 20s, a lot of the girls that I knew, for some reason it was mainly girls, would post status updates on Facebook, like, I need to find a job that'll hire somebody with piercings. And da, 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 da. <laughs> yeah. and it's just like, look, you know, I used to have like piercings and shit. I took them out because at the time I was like, I didn't want to work at the mall. Yeah. I need, it's like, so I just took the shit out and got the fuck over. And it's like, well, I still have tattoos. Granted, I'm not like, I never got my neck tattooed or anything like that. But I know some people that are. I just got one. Covered in tattoos. I saw, I noticed that, um, I saw some people, you know, I know people that are covered in tattoos, but are, like, able to make mature decisions. And it's just, like, it's really funny to me that, like, somebody can make the decision to, like, get the fucking side of their face tattooed and, like, be okay with making that decision, but are, like, too nervous to, like, apply for a real job somewhere or, like, make another, like, another life-changing decision in their life that would, like, better them. yeah. I, it's like, I'll go through this grueling <laughs> process of getting something etched into me forever, but, like, so you don't like taking a chance on, like, getting a job with a company or, like, working somewhere. Anytime I stumbled upon guy or girl with a face tattoo, they were already either a, a, a tattoo artist or did body modification or they were, like, I don't know, like, Yellow Wolf just got, like, face tattoos. Like, yeah. It's like, if you're in that career where it doesn't matter because that's yeah. the norm but i can't see like I, a normal person I having guess, a like, face tattoo i don't right know now. i guess i, I guess that's kind of where i was going with this not to get sidetracked so we kind of got side. i kind of just went off on like it's a cool. bullshit tangent <laughs> but i think it was like where i was at when i was around that age when everybody else was like starting to get crazy covered in tattoos and stuff was like I knew that I wanted to do music or arts or something creative, you know, something where I could, you know, get my fucking forehead tattooed. But I wasn't in a position then to do it. And why are you waiting? Why don't you? There's like <laughs> I mean, so many shops down the well, street. Well, that's the thing is like now that I'm in a position where I could do whatever the fuck I want and it's yeah. like a comfortable position, but also I guess like I kind of grew out of like that phase. Where it's like, I think tattoos are cool. Like, I got a tattoo recently. Got a Beetlejuice tattoo. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> but, uh, it's like, I just kind of, I'm not in, like, this huge rush. I'll get a tattoo if I think of, like, something that's cool, and I sit on it for a while, and I'm like, yeah, I want to do that. Let's do it. Yeah. It's not, like, a thing where I know some people who will just go get tattooed to get tattooed. Yeah. And if that's their thing, that's fine. It's just not my thing. I'm not, like, itching to get covered or, like, finish my sleeve or... Right, no. Whatever. It makes sense. Because I, I had my eyebrow pierced and my nose pierced, but, like, my body just rejected it. Like, I couldn't keep it. I wanted <laughs> it, but I had this gross-ass bump, like, on my face. Yeah. That doesn't look good. Like, I don't... I, I wanted my tongue pierced, like, but I was, like, 16. So it was all around that time where, like, people I knew were getting them and they looked cool. Yeah. And... 
you just felt like you might be cooler if you had this metal in your face. Mm-hmm. But then it's like, shit, there's a scar now where I have it. Yeah, um, I have, like, lip ring scars. Yeah, and I see people with, like, the little holes in their, in their lips. But then you get older and you just kind of forget that that ever happened, at least for me. I'm really glad that I never stretched my ears. Oh, yeah. Because I think there was, like... Like, probably, like, a good six-month period when I thought that that was a good idea, you know, when I was, like, 18. Yeah. And I just never did it. Everybody I know is getting them sewn up. Yeah. It's like... I'm really glad that, like, (laughs) I just, uh, avoided that, that bandwagon. I mean, there's some people that are... I have some good friends that are really into, like, the piercing culture. Yeah. And support it 100%. Like, that's what you're into. It's just not what I'm into. And I don't, like, really, I don't judge people that have it. But it's still, like, silly again. Like, seeing, like, some people. Like, there's, like, <laughs> there's just those older people that just look like they just, like, never fucking thought about the decisions that they were making. Like I said, the people that I know who are super into this body modification stuff, it's like they're working in shops. And they were like, this is what I want to do with my life. And they got involved in it to a point that, you know, they're comfortable and they're, they're still supporting themselves. They're responsible people. Right. And then there's like some, you know, assholes I know that, you know, just pierce their ears in their bedroom and like stretched them <laughs> and all shitty and blown out and fucking gross and are like working shitty jobs because, you know, they look like assholes and like, they're just like, get your, like, I don't know. It's, it's a weird mixture. It's just, people are different. Yeah, I, th- I like what you said. It was just like ambition. I think some people just yeah, really have you zero have... ambition. You could be that person with tattoos and maybe you don't tattoo people for a living and maybe you aren't at a piercing shop, but you could still get another job. It's not like tattoos aren't becoming the norm. Like anybody I know, most people have a tattoo, at least one. And I mean, I didn't have one till like last month. (laughs) Like it was just like impulse, but, um, like, there's cops with full sleeves. Like, it's not like yeah. you can't get a job. It's just, what do you want to do? Yeah, it's ambition. There's a... I think it's funny, just... The majority of these people that I'm talking about, I think, are people who were, like, probably the coolest motherfuckers when they were, like, 18, 19, 20, 21. Yeah. And then... Because, like, it's, like, everything then is, like, it's about image, and you don't really even need to have, like, a personality. Especially, like, nowadays with, like, the MySpace era motherfuckers. Yeah. That, like, we grew up with. Right. That were just, like, your whole social aesthetic is based upon, like, how good you look in your fucking pictures that you put online. If you have a chess piece. Oh, yeah. And you're young. Yeah. and it, But then it's weird, because none of these people developed... Well, I shouldn't say none. A lot of these people didn't actually develop any personality or learn how to like grow <laughs> as like a functioning member of society in these in that that time frame and now it's just like they're just like horribly trying to catch up i i battle with that too cuz i see people that like maybe don't have a career that are kind of like late starters and I'm glad that, like, I went to school, got a degree, whatever, I'm paying it off, but I'm glad I have a career that I can grow into, and I'm not, like, struggling to pay for pay for food or, yeah. like, have my own place, um, and I don't know, I think it just depends on the person, and, like, maybe that makes them happy. Maybe they're happy 
sure. being in that job and like they like that lifestyle. Yeah, what the fuck do I know, right? It's like I don't know. I don't want to judge those people just because they don't do what I'm doing or what other people are doing. It's like they can do whatever the fuck they want. It doesn't I try matter. not to judge anybody really. I think it's just it's harder or it's easier for me to judge people in that demographic because it's like it's something that I was a part of. Yeah, you were there. <laughs> I was there and then I like realized like this is like got to get out of this somehow. And I mean granted, I think that you were the smart one. If we're talking about like being part of like some sort of like an alternative subculture, I feel like you were there too in some way. Yeah. You know, you liked weird shit, you liked weird <laughs> music. I'm sure you still do. Yeah. But you've uh transcended into a career field that's really not involved in that world at all. Right. It could be if you got a job working with somebody in that field, but I mean, with me, it's like, I'm still working in the music industry. Yeah, right. But, um, the music industry part, well, I mean, I guess I'm just not really necessarily involved in that sort of, uh, that niche of like the hot topic yeah, sort of right. crowd. But I mean, that's like what I came from. And to, like, see people... You could have been the owner of multiple hot <laughs> topics and opened them up in, in different malls. Sure. I, I don't know. I think that it's just, like, weird to see people who are still, like, really into that lifestyle and, like, owning it, who are, like, my age and older. But I guess if that's what you like, it's what you, you like. You gotta interview them. I just can't... You gotta I'm... get their take on it. Yeah. Maybe I do. <laughs> <laughs> you do. Like, maybe you just don't understand what they're thinking i mean like if you like something if you're genuinely passionate about fucking chiodos like who am i oh my god i used to be <laughs> <laughs> like who am i to say like you know screw you like i have ninja turtle tattoos on my arm no that's cool like who am i to judge anybody for liking anything you know i i understand i, have a, I just said i have a beetlejuice tattoo it's like i like stupid <laughs> shit too you know from when i was even younger i guess it's just like you have pop culture tattoos. I wonder, too, if it was, like, a thing where when I was in that demographic, I really wanted to be... I really wanted so hard, I think, to be accepted by that group of people when I was younger, because I was, like, a weird goth kid, and I was, like, I want, like, I wanted, like, a cool goth girlfriend, and I wanted, like, a cool alternative weirdo friends, but I never had them. I had good friends, but, like, I never, like, felt like I really uh wait made... were there goth kids at your high school but you just weren't friends with them no not really oh okay there was like weirdo kids but i was definitely like the only motherfucker wearing like ripped up fishnets you stuff. went to the wrong high school because there definitely were other offs i mean at baldwin s- there were a bunch <laughs> my senior year i went to like an alternative high school for like fuck up kids where they were all goths there was a couple there was a couple of us okay. but uh I just keep thinking of South Park and, like, the group of yeah. cops outside the school. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think that, like, I battled with this weird, uh, I think this goes back to me saying, like, oh, I'm a two on the social scale. Yeah. I think that, like, I just had a really hard time <laughs> making friends and talking to people and being, like, outspoken. Like, I was always around a lot of people, but I don't know how involved I was. Like, I have a ton of camcorder footage from high school of, like, me and my friends, like, fucking around, doing stuff, and acting a fool, but the majority of the time, I'm the one holding the camera, and everybody else is doing stuff, and everybody else is joking, and, oh, yeah. and I'm just kind of, like, there documenting it, like, I'm quiet, just kind of yeah. in the corner, and that's kind of how 
I was until I started like playing shows and going out and needing to talk to people. Yeah. That I didn't they forced you to, yeah, to do it. I didn't really like become super social until that happened. I mean, I'm sure the version of you now is cooler than the goth version of you. I think so. (laughs) Nothing's really changed other than like, I, you know, more, I, 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 I know more people. I like the same shit. I like, I, it's not like I'm, you know, I'm still like, fuck yes. I'm not fuck. Yeah. Rammstein. (laughs) But I've also evolved because I'm like, postal service. Great. Yeah. True. I remember for a little bit, you were, you were dressing all snazzy for a second too. Do you, I still dress do you still nice do sometimes. That? Yeah. Okay. Like for like a week, like I don't know when I saw you, you just always had on like something real classy. I still have some nice clothes, <laughs> but you know it's. I didn't know if it was as important to no, be. No, to I, be like, I like I like right now what you're seeing. This is like my my everyday casual shirt. attires. This jeans and a shirt, you know, fucking dude shit. But there are some circumstances when I feel like I need to be nicer dressed. Yeah. You know, it sucks if you're going to a nice place or a nice event and it's like, how can I make these jeans look okay? Do you still have your goth pants? No, I don't. That would be so cool if you still had those, like, 1995 <laughs> goth pants or Jenko jeans. Yeah. Is that what they were. We always joked in old fears that we were just going to dress like mid-90s mall rat kids with, like, wide-leg jeans and, like, super oversized shirts. I got shirts. that in Hot Topic email. I think I... I oh, yeah, I, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. They had all these new <laughs> giant trip pants in. I'm like, Dude, oh, my God, was, I'm um, going. You know, uh, Supreme. Yeah. Line. They send out emails every couple weeks with, like, their new line of clothes, and they did a collab with some Japanese clothing line, and, like, there was a pair of pants in there that are like straight up like bondage pants they're like black with like the straps and like the things and it's like i cannot believe like is Supreme... their skin exposed huh is it like do you see any skin no they just look oh. like like really generic oh. like mall goth pants that's awesome yeah and i was talking Does to greg have a pair no i was talking to greg about <laughs> it he was like I, I don't know how i feel about that oh man but apparently like in new york right now like street goth is, like, a is look in? that's happening. I don't know. It might come to Pittsburgh, maybe? <laughs> like, five years from now. <laughs> you think it's going to take that long? Yeah, I feel like... Um, that's, like, a really fun thing about going to New York, is you see, like, these current fashion trends and even, like, some things that aren't even trends yet, just people try... Like, you just like see what? people wearing the weirdest shit. I haven't been there in... I was there one time on some kind of college trip for you should a day. Go. It's I want to go. Like, just do I do a mega bus? Do I drive yeah, up there? Take the mega bus. What do I do? Take the mega bus right now. Do I? Go yeah, let's let's end this conversation. <laughs> Can we buy tickets to yeah, go. Yeah, there's there's a bus that leaves at ten forty five. All right, that's real talk. We'll get there at six thirty in the morning. What are you doing tomorrow? I have to give more notice to my my job. Uh, they get shit. mad at me. Yeah, I probably should do that too. <laughs> I don't even know what to say anymore. Man. Yeah, I mean, we could probably wrap okay. up. This is about uh, as long as I typically go. Cool. So, well, thank you for coming over. It was a pretty good talk. Yeah, it was random. Thank you. Yeah. I liked it. I'm glad you did it. 
Finally. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, thanks. Goodbye. Thank you. And that is all, folks. Thanks so much for sticking around. Hope you enjoyed the conversation. Anna's a riot. Really like talking to her. Glad she's my friend. Glad I'm on her good side and not her bad side. <laughs> I, I don't even know what that means. Oh my god. I have to do laundry and dishes and clean the house. Ugh. Being an adult is stupid. But yeah. Be sure to come back next week for another episode. Same time, same place, same channel. I am Sykes. Start the beat. 2015. Whoop. Woo. Thanks for listening.